Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CAPITAL200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CAPITAL200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth. Welcome, I'm Lee Chapin to my show, Inspiration from Spirit. It is March 8th, 2021. 
We're moving forward into spring, and so it is such a delight today to be back with you. Uh, I want to thank so much uh, our sponsor, Dr. Lauren Love from the Boston Area Hospital and her staff, who made a generous donation to our show here at Goldilocks Productions for all of our hosts and for production costs, both for March and April. So we want to thank Dr. Lauren Love and uh, all of her staff, the nurses, the technicians, uh, all, all those who are part of that uh, great unit that Dr. Lauren Love works with. So thank you, Dr. Lauren, for that generous donation. And for all those who are listening today who would like to make a donation again to the show, if this is inspires you, uh, we all do this out of uh, our own hearts. And our producer, Tiffany White, is such a generous, generous soul. And so we thank you all for uh, choosing to make that donation to help keep this show and all the other shows on the on the air. So as we said, we're giving from the heart and it is really uh, important to us that we do this work and share with you uh, all of our wisdom. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you for all that you have done and will continue to do to keep us here on the air. So today I have this beautiful soul named Ayana Rose, who I met, I think it was about three weeks ago, and she's an intuitive card reader. I've met her in Punta Gorda, Florida, and I wanted to invite her because she is such a beautiful, beautiful spirit. Uh, she's only 18 years old. I thought she was a much older person because she has tremendous, tremendous wisdom. And when I found out she was 18, I was totally shocked because she is wise beyond her years. So welcome to the show, Ayana. Hello. I'm Ayana Rose. <laughs> So thank you, honey, for being on. I know, is this the first time you've been on a podcast? Yes. Okay. But don't worry. I will, I'm just going <laughs> to, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. It's all going to be good. So no worries. So let's tell the listener audience about a little bit about you. You're an intuitive card reader that at 18 years old, how did you, how did you get involved with this? Because I met you also, you work at Serenity Gardens in Port Charlotte, Florida. How did you get involved in metaphysics or were you born with these gifts and talents or how did this all happen for you? So my best friend, we like she was already into spirituality and she kept telling me like I should try it. Like she felt like I should would be really good at it and I should try it. So at first I was very hesitant. But even when I was younger, um, I was really open. Like I had a lot of openness, even though my family was raised Christian I was always interested in different things and I always asked questions and was very curious. So um, I just tried it. Like one day I was like, you know, what? I'm going to buy some cards. And then I took a trip to Jacksonville and then I ended up going to a spiritual shop there and finding cards. And I really connected with them just because it helped with like a lot of self issues because I feel like tarot for me was a tool to help with my self-development and self-awareness and just um, overall like self-worth and self-love and to open up new perspectives so that's how I first got into it and I've been doing it for a couple years now two to three years and how did you get connected to Serenity Gardens how did that happen for you to be able to work there so um, another friend her mother worked like she wasn't working there but she did a lot of workshops at Serenity Gardens and then so one day they offered like they asked me to come over and go look at um the stuff they were doing for one of the holistic fairs and then also for another mm -hmm. workshop so I was like okay I'm interested so I was doing stuff and then um I met Kathy who is the owner of Serenity Gardens through her and they were just introducing me and I was explaining to her that I started a business because I do um, tarot readings as an online business. And then I got that opportunity. 
And it was just really nice because I had to interact with another reader who's been doing it for over 20 years in order for him to like see my skills, if I was very intuitive, like and whatnot, just to like, I guess, spot me and understand my gifts and abilities and, mm-hmm. and add insight. So it was really nice. And that's how I ended up getting the opportunity was like I met Kathy and she really liked me. She wanted to set me up with Nick, who is the, also another tarot reader who's been doing it for a really long time and has all types of different abilities as well. And then I started working there in October and then I started working twice a week in January. Mm-hmm. And then tell that listening audience a little bit about tarot or tarot cards. And what Can you explain how that works? Yeah. For those so- who may not understand. Yeah, so with tarot cards, um, a lot of people sometimes feel as though tarot cards are used to tell the future. And with tarot cards, it can tell possibilities, but your actions are constantly changing the outcome of a future. Mm -hmm. So with tarot, it brings out a lot of confirmation and clarity that you're like already have within. And I get the messages from like your spiritual team. I don't put any like insight of my own or any bias because I'm channeling from a spiritual team. And then, um, but overall tarot is like a storybook. Like, I feel like it covers a lot of different stages and aspects of like the human experience. And even though like there's a lot of different interpretations, you're constantly learning through each person you're reading for because not every, like the traditional set of cards, they have certain pictures and meanings. And um, when you start to get more involved with it, you intuitively associate a meaning with the card instead of like the foundation that's set for it. So each client you have, you see a different perspective with the card because the traditional meaning will not really apply with them because it's a different set of mm-hmm. like meanings and um, experience for them, like whatever they're going through and involving with. So it's really interesting that you're always learning with tarot because it tells so many different aspects of your life in different ways with the pictures that are on the cards or what you're feeling intuitively. So you're not channeling the information from your spirit guide. You're, you're intuiting the information. Can you explain that in the differentiation? Cause I, I do, I am a direct voice channel. So I bring yeah. the messages directly from spirit. Are you doing that from your spiritual team or I, I'm a little confused? I like tap into other people's spiritual team for the messages. Like of course mm-hmm. mine apply too. But um, I usually let their spiritual team step in because the messages are coming from their spirit guides. So when I'm doing tarot, it's more so like, what do your spiritual team want you to know? What do your ancestors would Mm -hmm. like you to know? Like, what are the messages they have for you? Not like what my spiritual team has. Like, of course, they'll step in in certain aspects of it when it comes to like protection and grounding Mm -hmm. before tarot and like for the client and for the space. But I don't really channel from my spiritual team because it's kind mm-hmm. of different than another person's spiritual team. Mm-hmm. And then do you did any of your um, I'm just going to step back for a minute. Did anybody in your family, do you know if they had any gifts like that you do, your intuitive gifts? Or you're just you're kind of a lone ranger in your family unit with this? Um, I feel like a lot of what. Like, my mom has a lot of dreams, but she's not really into tarot, and my dad's not really into tarot, but they're very open to it. But they don't really have, like, spiritual abilities. But I feel like if they wanted to tap into them, they could. Mm-hmm. And since you're 18 years old, have you found that a lot of um, your friends in your school or in your community where you live, are they are they interested in this? Or are you finding that you're more connected to older people? 
I feel like there's a balance of both. Like I connect with a lot of um, kids my age or like a little bit older than me, but it's been like really big because um, when people ask about like tarot or spirituality in general, I always say to them, if you don't really resonate with tarot, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It just means mm-hmm. there's another aspect of your spirituality to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I connect with a lot of kids my age. They are, they're always asking different questions as to like how I got into it. Um, ways to tap in or they're asking questions about their own spiritual abilities even though I might not have those same set like I'm always trying to give people resources and like expand my um, knowledge on things to help other people with their gifts Mm -hmm. and with older people it's really nice because of the experience and the wisdom they already have and like connecting with them gives me a lot more um, openness with perspective because it's nice to see that they've done it for so long. So they understand different aspects too. Like while I'm still just learning and I'm figuring everything out with like the go with the flow, but each step I'm taking because mm-hmm. there's been so much practice and effort put into it and also their stories and um, as to how they got into it, but also why um, they became into this, like they stepped into their spiritual self and why they became mm-hmm. who they are now. While well, it's like just so different to see if that makes sense. So as a as a young person, what's your take on, you know, this new age movement? Or do you have like a philosophy of what's happening from your perspective? Uh, I know you probably read or, you know, listen to different um, information, you know, on the Internet. But can you give us a little bit about what your take of what's happening in the world in terms of from a young person's perspective? I feel like a lot of people, like especially kids my age and in my generation, they're starting to become more open and less tolerant of things that have been like going on because the awareness that's come into place with like things that our generation feels is wrong or like needs more work on. So mm-hmm. in the spiritual sense, it's like really good for like the consciousness of everyone because because of that, there's so many things that are coming to light that would probably be like just pass off or push to the side and it's helping like overall the collective which I think is pushing us in a very positive direction, even though there's a lot of negative things that are still happening. People are still becoming more aware and waking up compared to like before, whereas more so like close mindedness, because a lot of people in the spiritual community always are talking about how before it was always seen as taboo or very negative. Mm -hmm. But now a lot of people are coming into spirituality and being more open about that they have a lot of premonitions or they see things or mm-hmm. they've always wanted to try or they resonate with crystals or like they just connect to. And I feel like it's a really positive direction to incorporate um, your spiritual self, your physical self, like all of those types of things and not be so closed off from certain aspects of who you are and what your soul is co- trying to connect to. So I overall feel like it's just really positive movement, even though it's causing a lot of disruption and chaos at the same point. It's giving a lot of perspective and forward movement. Well, when I was 18, I was thinking about none of this. So this is like really, this is wonderful to hear. I did not know that, you know, because I don't work with a lot of young people. So that's why I wanted to have you on the show today from from your perspective. Um, Because simply, um, 
Spirit has always talked about the new generation of children being the way showers and, and awakening. And so each generation, uh, more of the, the young people are awakening. So that's what I'm hearing you saying that, that the children of your generation or the, the, the children or the people that you know uh, are really questioning and they're open where um, I started channeling 28 years ago. And I was in my 30s. And so uh, I was in a place where it was a small town and a farm community. And I didn't really have anybody to share with. Uh, and so knowing that there's been so much growth and so much change in 28 years because I was hesitant to share. And through the years, you know, I've seen that expansion. But for you to be able to just sort of step into that at such a young age where in many ways I had to be, not it had to be, but I was, I was se not secretive, but in some ways you know, felt like I had to be a little restrictive on what I had to say. Now I don't feel that way, but uh, that's just, that's lovely that, that you and, and your friends, the people that you know, are, are just more open and free to this. This is, this is truly amazing because I know Spirit has shared this. So it's like, yeah, fabulous. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we are progressing. We are yeah. definitely progressing. So what what are you studying? What do you want to do, as they say, when you grow up? How are you going to incorporate this spirituality into your mainstream life? What is there something that you wanted to pursue or a particular career that you were looking uh, to do? Yes. So in the fall, I'm starting college. So I wanted to, I'm going as a psychology major, but I hopefully want to open up a private practice. For a long time, I've always said I wanted to work with children. But now I'm starting to want to work with all age range mm -hmm. of people and being a therapist and also incorporating spirituality as a way to help because a lot of my tarot readings specialize on like self-worth and self-love and self-care. And like some people really specialize in different aspects of reading, whether it's love, pregnancy and stuff like that. So I feel like that would be really important as a therapist because that's what really helps people is valuing themselves more, mm -hmm. giving more of an embrace to who they are and their emotions, whether they feel they're negative or positive giving more sense of like self-care, which I also feel like is why there's a lot of more forward movement now, because before it was always work, no play. And now it's like work and play or do what you want to do and incorporating more time for yourself and caring for yourself better. And um, so, yeah, that's what I would like to do is hopefully work with all different ages and incorporate spirituality and therapy together. So that's what I would like to do. Were you, do you think you were born with this level of wisdom or do you think um, you sort of grew into it because you you have this energy of someone who really is tremendously wise and, and really pure? So did your mom say that about you when you were a little kid or like, <laughs> I mean, or does she even acknowledge this about you or your yes, family? Yes. I see that. Yeah, all my family, they um, always are saying that I'm very wise. I feel like I've learned a lot, though, like coming into spirituality, you're always reading and learning about another person's interpretation or perspective. So I feel like that's really helped me become more wise is like mm -hmm. understanding. And then, of course, personal experiences with family and friends and just understanding things has really helped that overall wisdom. Like, of mm -hmm. course, as a child, I was very smart and out there. But like it's different when you're older and you can choose whether whether you're going to um, have more of an openness or not. So that's mm -hmm. how I feel with like my wisdom is mm -hmm. something like I give credit to others because I really feel like if I wasn't as open to like reading or learning about other people or being 
um, more sociable, I wouldn't have the perspective or wisdom I do now. So. And what would you like uh, others to know about you that I haven't asked yet that, that you'd like mm-hmm. to share with our listening audience about your gifts and your talents? Uh, let's see. Oh, I always try to inform people about meditation. So with me, when I first came into spirituality, I always had a hard time meditating, like just the traditional sense of meditating. Mm-hmm. But I learned that with meditation, it can be in any form that helps you feel grounded and present in yourself. So that's something I really practice more. So now that I'm older and like I understand that I can cook and feel really grounded within my body and like set intention and also receive messages or whether it's dancing, because like your spiritual team will usually try to tell you what they connect more with. And that's something my spiritual team really likes is like when I dance and I'm relaxing my body as a way to be more open before I channel or anything. Mm -hmm. So I always try to stress that to people that like when you're getting spiritual or if you're already spiritual, do what helps you feel present or do what helps you like clear your mind because that is a form of meditation. So I always try to practice that. Like if I feel like I have a lot of energy, I try to get it out in a way that's very positive, but also feels helps me be more present and look at what I'm doing or what I'm feeling. So and are, are your friends coming to you to help teach them meditation? Because I know that this, these are stressful times yeah. uh, and people are feeling perhaps maybe more isolated or alone. But do you find that people are flocked to you and you're kind of like a mentor, or a teacher to some of your friends or to some of your family? Do you feel people are drawn to you in that capacity? Yeah, definitely. Especially with my perspective on certain things, like not that it's how do I put it? It's just. Sometimes people have a hard time seeing something a certain way. And I always try to stress that, like, when you're teaching something or you're helping anyone, it's more of a suggestion. And it's also like they don't have to they do what resonates with them. So like mm-hmm. what I say with meditation is just do what me- resonates with you. And also mm-hmm. with communication, not everything has to come from a place of right and wrong and just being heard and listened to at times. So that's something I feel like a lot of people listen to about is like that aspect of myself when it comes to meditation and what resonates mm-hmm. in the communication. Mm-hmm. And do you think at some point that you might develop some kind of an app to do or a special meditation program or have you developed something? Cause I'm, I'm sensing that um, I'm seeing this in my mind's eye now. I, I keep hearing the word suicide. So I don't know if you um, have any friends who come to you that might might have felt suicidal but I was hearing suicide and I was seeing an app that you might develop for meditation for people who who might be suicidal to help them calm down because that's your presence is so calm that's a really good idea I should write that down but is that hap- is that that's not come to you yet There's that's never no crossed my mind but I have always wanted to write books to help people in a sense of like um, with like calmingness and how to help uh-huh. yourself but that's an interesting idea so I just wrote it down on my phone well I was I was just feeling this I was seeing yeah. it as we were talking because I was seeing you already being you know in your profession as a psych- psychologist and that um, I was just sort of seeing into your future already yeah. where you're really helping a lot of people and especially a lot of young people and helping people to to calm themselves because um, um, so many people are it seems like there's the suicide rate is high, yeah. especially in young people. And so they need to have coping mechanisms or calming mechanisms to help them to learn to cope. Um, 
since you're in that generation, do, are you, I'm not sure if you can answer this or not, but are younger people having more difficulty coping or than, um, no, I guess I shouldn't say it like that way, having, how do I want to say it? Are you seeing that stress level uh, intense in your friends, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I've definitely seen more of a stress level because like with my friends, it's more so the pressure of like college and everything going on because that's still like to an extent like a societal standard. And then also mm -hmm. like with um, people's perceptions, like everyone has always struggled with like how people perceive them or just that aspect of themselves. So I know that's mm -hmm. really pressuring when you're always um, concerned as to what someone else is thinking about you. But with coping skills, I feel like, I don't know if it's just my friend group, but we have a better way of coping in a sense of like um, what they've done before because of like maturity and also mm -hmm. like openness. Like I personally, I go to therapy. For my friend, she likes to always be outside. My other friend, she really enjoys singing as a way to help herself feel better. So I think it varies from each person as to what they do because it just really depends on what you might feel as though will help, you know. But I feel like it's different. Like it's okay, but I don't know the whole picture as to why people choose their coping mechanism or like it resonates with them. So I'm not sure how to answer it. But for me personally, my friend group, that I surround myself with. It's a very healthy, like coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason I was asking, because in my generation, there was no social media. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like now that that validation of people's self-worth is much more intense. Uh, in high school or junior high, I remember those days where you wanted to have approval, but you didn't have social media. You know, you didn't have cell phones. Uh, you, um, just basically had an interaction, you know, with your peers at school um, and in social situations. But now it's like a constant simulation where there's constant approval. So that's why I was asking, because I, I assume there has to be much more stress level in, in yeah. um, kids your age because of of um, the social media and the instant, um, um, I call it the McDonald's mentality, the instant gratification uh, syndrome. And you seem, you know, as you said, wise beyond your years that you wouldn't, wouldn't, you don't fall into that trap in, in a sense. I don't know if you have or you have not, but you don't appear to have fallen into that trap of, um, um, of, um, of needing adoration or approval. And so I was just wanting to know again about your own level of self-esteem, because it just seems like you were born born with a great level of self-confidence and self-assurance and that's why I'm asking you to as you're helping your friends uh to get to the level that you're at because you're such a role model like I, I see that you know for you know all people but you know particularly young people who are struggling that's why I was asking that question because I don't know a lot of young people so but it has to be very difficult yeah it is like I I see a lot of good and bad with social media because like you said, like the sense of approval and the comparison is really why a lot of people struggle with their self-worth. Mm -hmm. And then um, also I th really think it's what you consume on social media. Like that is also a person's choice. And with me, with social media, I choose to always like follow people who give a lot of advice on coping mechanisms or write books or talk about 
spiritual things like spiritual ego. So I feel like what you consume can really help. And then it just depends on your processing about it. But also it is really damaging for a lot of people because especially with people who see more of someone that looks a certain way, then they feel like they have to look like that to be desirable. Mm -hmm. And I get that to an extent. Like I would never want to tell anyone what to do with themselves because if you find your happiness with that, then that's who you are. That's what you Mm -hmm. should do. But I do notice that with comparison really damages people's sense of self-worth. And that's something that's like an overall thing. If it's not with appearance, it might be with what another has materially or Mm -hmm. emotionally or like physically. It can be things like that too. Um, With my self-confidence, I've really worked for it. Like I've had a lot of different experiences in my life that were very frustrating and traumatic, but also taught me so much as to me coming into my power and seeing myself Mm -hmm. for who I am more. Of course, I'm still young, so I'm still working through it, but I've been able to step more into my confidence by looking and reflecting on the things that I've experienced and knowing it's not my truth. And that's what I put on my business card. When I was looking for a quote, I was going through old journals and I found this quote that was like, it can be true, but not your truth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we froze you up. I think oh. Ayana got frozen up. Oh, did I get frozen? Yeah, there you are. <laughs> did you hear what the last word I said? Yeah, go ahead and repeat that, hon. So I, I think I was saying um, with my business card, I found this quote that said it can be true, but not your truth. Mm-hmm. I found it in one of my old journals. And I think that really applies to people today, especially with confidence. Like someone can tell you something, but it's up to you to figure out if it's true or not true, but it's not your entire makeup of a person. Mm-hmm. So like there's always different ways people will perceive you or tell you things negative or positive, but it's up to you to define yourself with what you think is true about you. Mm-hmm. So that's really helped me step more into my confidence and also just working on myself. Therapy has really helped me a lot um, because it gives a lot of insight and perspective. And it also helps with a sense of like validation with yourself, even though that's not what it is. It's more so a sense of validation and reassurance that like your experiences are valid, that type of validation, like what you've experienced and when you feel the way you do is valid, but your actions are don't all, are not always justifiable. So that really helps me more when my sense of understanding with confidence with who I am and knowing mm-hmm. I have things to offer and just stuff like that really has helped push me more into my confidence. Well, I, I saw you in action uh, at our little share group a uh, couple of Tuesdays ago and um, you really held your own with a lot of the older people there and you were tapping into uh, some guidance um, for me and just guidance for some of the others. Uh, and it was really beautiful to see that, that, you know, you didn't shrink back in terms of working, you know, with these people and, and just feeling really confident about that. So um, tell us a little bit about how that comes to you. Cause I know that you were, you were tapping into some of the um, wisdom and sharing it with others as I was, I was doing readings for people. We were doing a little, uh, I was doing a channeled meditation for each person to help them to step into their power. And can you talk a little bit about what it felt like you were sitting next to me and I was doing those readings and what you were tapping into and kind of how that works 
because I know you're, you're getting that um, information probably randomly all the time. Is that correct? Yeah, but um, you can always set energetic boundaries. That's another thing I stress is like with your spiritual team, they also understand you are human to an extent. So I always try to set energetic boundaries with like downloads. But with the whole guidance, that was an interesting experience for me too. Like I felt really connected with everyone. And I think it was because of how everyone started with like the prayer, the breathing, and just we were all in sync and open. So I really felt like that helped a lot with me just Mm -hmm. getting downloads like that. And then also the connection with your walking stick really helped, I felt like. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that, it was more so I think the intuitiveness and the empathy, because I know other people there felt the same way. I would say something, they were like, I had the same thought or I had the same feeling. Mm -hmm. So I felt like we were just all really connected. But with that, it was more so as soon as I would look at them, I would just feel something or I would get an image in my mind. And I feel like that's just more so with the openness that was going on, because like deep breathing really helps you become very open and also just um, like your chakras, like your crown chakra is always overactive, especially when you're spiritual, like it becomes more open for downloads and messages. So that really helped me um, channel the messages I did get for those people was just identifying that like what I was receiving was uh, like there was a reason for that. And there was a reason to share what I had in mind, because I know people can sometimes get caught up in what if it's their intuition or thought or ego. And sometimes it's just like when you get it and it's just right there, just trust it. And you're an empath and I know you you feel you're having sensations. Can you share yeah. about that? Um, with empathy, it's very interesting because that's something I tapped into a year ago. Like I not that I wasn't empathic, like I would be um, very analytical. So I would still like understand people because I really pay attention to someone's body language. But with empathy, that's more so something I recently tapped into. And I think that's because I was being more open, like I was learning a lot of things. So I was becoming more open to a new way of expanding spiritually. Mm-hmm. So with that, it will be I think I've noticed a lot of different empathy with my friends, my friend, she's very empathetic in the way she feels their emotions and she'll know exactly what the situation is like she can like with me she'll know like exactly what happened as to why I was feeling the way I was like she'll be like oh it could be your mom like she'll just be like I know your mom made you upset (laughs) but with me it's more so I feel like I'm very connected with chakra work so I feel it in my chakras so like if someone's having um, an issue communicating or feeling guilt or they're blocking themselves off I will feel it in my throat and in my stomach because like my throat chakra and then my sacral chakra and then if I'm just like around someone for a little bit like I'll ask them questions like oh are you having any um rap like what is acid reflux like some because my stomach will just start burning or some people I'll feel like their guide because and then I'll ask them like do you ever have like a pain right here or do you ever feel like there's someone touching you and they'll be like yeah so just be um little things like that and just with understanding people I feel like it's something anyone can just tap into is just empathy overall, not even if it's on a spiritual sense. And also with empathy, there's a lot of boundaries because I know with empathy, some people can take it to the extent of like learning about someone, but not being clear, asking about what they're looking for. So just tapping into them without permission, which can be very um, invasive. 
Mm-hmm. So there's always boundaries with empathy that I stress with people who are empathetic, like setting boundaries for yourself. If you know there's a group of people that either drain you or you feel a lot of different emotions, make sure you take some time for self-care or to cleanse or really work on protection with empathy because sometimes it can be very overwhelming if it's unchecked or not regulated or there's no boundary with yourself. Do you have a special way that you protect yourself? Any kind of a shield of protection that you use before you work or just in general? So actually at work, um, one of my coworkers, she suggested this prayer um, meditation from this guy who's like really spiritual and really big on TikTok. And it's like very powerful. So that's what I've been using recently. Before I would just ask my spiritual team, I recently got more into because I struggle with protection and it's like very weird. If I get a crystal for protection, I'll lose it. So I think it's very <laughs> like, I'm like, that's a sign. But with protection over time, it's like, I'll ask for my spiritual team. And then I also, because when I was meditating and a lot of people suggest the meditation aspect of like, you visualize with yourself and your protection, but I would struggle with that a lot too. So now it's more so like, I'm listening to things that like, um, talk about protection. And then I started doing affirmations. Like I mm-hmm. every day I wake up, I do my morning routine. And then I repeat to myself, I am protected. There is no en- negative energies within my energy field. Like I give myself the affirmation since I have a harder time, like with the visualization. And are you finding that you're, you're feeling, um, uh, how do I say it, stronger or less stressed knowing that you're protected? Does that help you to be calmer, I guess, when your daily life? Yeah, it definitely does because I don't really get like paranoid, but like the only thing that I do get stressed about with like my protection is a client. If I have a client and their energy is very strong, more so like emotionally charged, not in a negative way, like they just might be having a big experience. I get kind of worried that like I don't bring it home because it's not good to bring your work home. So cleansing is always good after a client as well. And that's why it's good to ground. So deep breathing was something I had suggested. And that's what I've been doing after clients where I bring like on Florida water or like do something or bring crystals to help cleanse. Mm -hmm. But um, with other things I worry about with my protection is like safety when I'm driving. That's something I always like kind of worry about. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also a human aspect. So I'm always (laughs) asking for protection with that. Like if I'm driving, I'm just like, I hope everything's okay. I do a little prayer. <laughs> um, what else? I don't really stress about protection. I don't know how to explain it in the best way because I just constantly feel like, okay. And the, since I've been doing this whole like affirmation process, I just feel like I'm just going with the flow, mm-hmm. especially because I've been tapping more into empathy. So I'm just like, if I feel a type of way, I'm like, I'm able to decide if it's not mine or not. Mm-hmm. Like if it's something with, a person like within my family because if my family's home and I'm like oh they might be feeling like this like you know but that's just with empathy but it's good to set protection with that too like you don't always want to know someone else's emotions or what they have going on at the time or feel certain things because you have to prioritize yourself and your body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you pick up energies randomly like when you go into a place of business or out in the world yeah definitely at the grocery store like so I what- noticed a big oh difference. gosh! Yeah, I notice a big difference when it comes to grocery shopping compared to like, especially at different places. I don't know what it is about Walmart, but I cannot shop at Walmart. 
Like every time I've been there, even when I was little, I would get really like agitated. So when I still like grown up and I was more um, expansive, like I would, I just don't know what it is about Walmart. But even when I go to Publix, like I can tell, especially when everyone's energy is like super high mm-hmm. and it's just um, everyone's like either looking for something or they're frustrated. I try to keep like incense in my car to like cleanse too or crystals mm-hmm. too, because I think it's really important. Um, when I go to work, of course, I can feel certain people's energies, but I notice it a lot at the grocery store because there's so many people. Uh So that's when I notice it the most. But besides that, not really, just because like I'll be focused on myself or already in my own head. Mm -hmm. So. And you were at that, um, goddess gathering I did a couple weeks ago when we met, I guess I never fully asked you, what were you feeling that day? I was feeling very anxious. I thought it was so interesting. I got invited to that the day of because I was having a really rough time that morning. And that's what I told Kathy. I was like, I'm really glad I got invited to this because I was having a rough day. And so when I went, I was kind of like overwhelmed, but not overwhelmed in a bad way, like overwhelmed, kind of excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting all these new people that have such mm-hmm. different gifts. Like I'm always looking for a way to expand spiritually, but I don't know where to look. So I got a lot of different references as to what to do. Like with you, your books, very interesting. Like I've never met someone who's like connected with the spiritual, like God family and everything. And you work with like so many different energies. And I thought that was so interesting because I've never met anyone like that. And then you taught so much, like the way you teach, like I was saying, when, <laughs> when I met you, I was just like, I love your teaching style because it's very clear and like very nice like the energy is very calming and you just make such a nice atmosphere of comfort and then of course like you make little jokes to keep the comfort going too Mm -hmm. and then with the other people I met there it was really nice because they're just talking about their other experiences and then everyone's been doing it for so long or they've just been really connected with so many different people so then they're talking about overall experiences or like things happening in life and their perspective which I thought was really nice to meet people who are also spiritual but also share a similar perspective of what's Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. and then I also didn't know what was going to happen that day so I was kind of like excited but I was just like you know it's like a nice little party (laughs) and then I found out I was going to be a maiden so I thought that was interesting (laughs) and that experience was literally so funny it was a funny experience yeah we were working with grandmother Anna mother Mary's mother and we were talking about the maiden and the mother and the crone and and um, you represented the maiden in terms of uh, um, birthing this new energy. And I was talking about being, you were the last person in the group about being impregnated with this new create, creative energy as as the maiden, as a young energy, this, this new frequency of energy was coming forth. And tell them what you were feeling that you, before I said that, that's really funny. So the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm feeling pregnant. I've never been pregnant. Don't even know what that's like. But I know, of course, because of women in my family, what it looks like and other people I've met. And I just kept rubbing my stomach like I was pregnant. I like was sitting like I was pregnant, <laughs> just like my legs spread. It was just such a funny experience. And then I found out that's like what it was. Like I was being impregnated and it was like I felt pregnant the entire time. It's just so funny. I love that day. <laughs> I love how I felt. I love the connection that was there, especially because feminine energy is harder for me to connect to. So being around so many feminine energies really helped me. So 
Yeah, we were talking about birthing the new divine feminine energy and you being the maiden as the symbol of it. And so when I said that to you, uh, then you shared that. So that's that's sort of the backdrop of that story. But it was really, really funny uh, because I never really know what's going to come because when I channel yeah. information, I have no idea what's going to come through me uh, or people are going to understand. And so that was a lovely validation that it was like, oh, okay, we're right on target here. So. <laughs> That was quite the something. That was that was crazy, crazy, crazy. So do you have some tarot cards in front of you by any chance? Yes. Oh, okay. Can you can you uh, show those to uh, the audience and maybe um, is is it possible to give me a little quick read or something? Or do I have to touch them? Or do I have to touch them? You don't have to touch them. Oh, okay. Then just demonstrate how you work. Okay. Uh, so this is. And do you, I was going to say before we can people call you for readings uh, that are not local? Can you do this? Oh, of course, I do virtual readings. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, um, yeah, I do virtual okay. readings. So this is the modern witch tarot. Oh, you're a Sagittarius. Oh, I just moved it. You're a Sagittarius, and this is the Sagittarius card. But <laughs> <laughs> so, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the modern witch tarot, and it's a really nice deck. It's really. It's, so in the regular traditional tarot, there is mostly a lot of masculine cards and like men in the pictures. But with this, it's all women in the masculine sense. So it's like for the king card, it's a woman instead of like a man for the king. And I think it's really interesting. Most of my decks are very like feminine and like they have more women in them compared to men. And I think it's a very interesting. But okay. Oh, I like shuffle like this. I shuffle differently for everything, for each person. It's a different experience. But, okay. We have about 10 more minutes or so, so I don't know if we can like, give you that time yeah, frame. Give a little. Okay. So this is, I don't know if you can see it with my lighting. It's the eight of wands. Let me see if I should it's like a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it is a motorcycle. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, it's a motorcycle and it's the oh. eight of wands. And then this is the eight of pentacles. So mm -hmm. these cards are basically talking about a lot of fast paced change. Have you been like on the go with different ideas and like new opportunities? Yeah. So with the yes, yes. ones, it talks about like fast paced movement, like this person's on a motorcycle, they're going somewhere with an idea. And then the eight of pentacles talks about working really hard. Like this person's in a studio creating something, trying to become like more perfectionist with like all the pentacles on the side and perfect like the art of it so have you been feeling like you're perfecting a lot of things and getting things more tied down or you're working on a lot of ideas and projects i am okay that's good yeah. my third book oh that's good yeah. and then with these cards eights also represent like a lot of change and they represent um like tr transition they represent hard work they represent inheritance they were like eights are a really good number so i always like i found eights very positive so i feel like that's what they're talking about with the energy is like eight of change transition perfection like getting things tied together so and then this card this is the last card but this is ace of pentacles and it's all talking about just a good opportunity starting to share New things, new ideas are starting to be grounded and seeds are starting to grow. So you just have a lot of cards about like opportunity and big changes coming your way. 
especially if you're working on so much like there's a lot of good opportunity and it's a lot of hard work that you're putting in so giving yourself more credit for that for the seeds you've been planting and is there any questions you have no thank you thank you yeah sometimes i i do things and i go well hmm (laughs) what am i doing this for (laughs) i've been doing it for years and years and years so i know that uh the fruits of my my work you know get out and touch people but sometimes you're like in your daily process you're like why am i doing all this stuff yeah so thank you thank you thank you thank you for that (laughs) you're so cute thank you so uh I know we have a few more minutes. Uh, Miss Tiffany's on the other end. Let's see if uh, you can give something for Miss Tiffany. Okay. Sorry, Tiffany, we didn't ask you, but it'll all be good. Does she have any dreams? Do you know? I do not know. I'm sure she does. She's very intuitive. Tiffany is. She's because yeah. my third eye is tingling, so I'm like. <laughs> Oh, you're feeling it, huh? Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. Oh, she says yes. <laughs> Tiffany there popped up. Yes. Thank you, yeah. Tiffany. We and didn't want to leave you out, Tiffany, here. She got the chariot. I don't know if she has any water sign placements in her birth chart, but this card talks about fast-paced movement and determination and going after what um, might feel unfamiliar to you. So if she's been like wanting a new change or a new sense of direction. She's on the right path. That card also talks about the right path. And just um, keep moving forward and know that, like, you're exactly where you need to be. And if you're feeling like you want to create something new or go after something new, don't be afraid to, like, create that sense of life you want. And then let's see. And then (laughs) this card is talking about cautiousness. So it could just be maybe you're having some insight or you're wanting to do something different, but you're trying to be cautious and make sure you understand and it talks about slow paced movement, especially for a transition. Let's see. And then this is to have more hope. This is the star card. And it talks about having a lot more hope and just optimism and making sure you're feeding yourself like positive energy and filling up your own cup. And yeah. And she also got the high priestess. So she has really good intuition. So <laughs> she's our show producer, she's the leader. Yeah. That's so interesting. Like, I could feel it as soon as you asked me. I'm like, oh, my head. Oh, she says, right on. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. So you're, you're feeling the energy in your third eye for the dreams? Yeah, it was really strong. Now, is this disturbing to you sometimes? Not really. Um. I'm pretty open. Like I'm very comfortable with a lot of different things, especially because I give so many different types of readings for certain clients. When I feel Uh certain things, I'm like asking them questions about their personal life that they might find uncomfortable. And I'm like, we can talk about it if you would like. So I don't find it like weird or like uncomfortable or anything Mm -hmm. because it's just an experience and I know um, it's a part of them. So well, your energy is so calming and so comforting that uh, whoever you work with, I'm sure feels you know, really um, just, you just help them to feel calm and tranquil and self-assured. Thank you. Keep working hard. What's that? Keep working hard and give yourself more credit. (laughs) Oh, you're saying to me? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I was talking about you. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. You've lost me on that. You've we shifted gears. Okay. I'm working hard. Give myself more credit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just used to working hard. That's just what I do. But thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. So we just got a few more minutes left. Tell us a little bit about um, some of the aspirations that, that you're hoping to move into into this new year. Do you have some goals that you're trying to set or what you're moving into? I know you said you're do, you do virtual readings, yeah, but yeah. you have some um, other ways that you want to expand your wisdom and, and work with other people. Yeah, so I really want to start taking a class like for mediumship. Someone told me that at the goddess party. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So I want to start doing that because I wanted to expand with tarot. Not that it's not resonating. It's more so like I can feel I need to do something differently. Like I mm-hmm. feel I need to try something new. So that's the next um, goal. Also, my goal overall for this year is really working on forgiveness. Like I feel like forgiveness towards myself more so. That's been my overall goal for this year and this theme and my aspiration. So that's something I've been really working heavily on. And um, for other aspirations, like I'm going to college, so I'm really um, looking forward to interacting with new people and with my business. I've been taking a break because I'm trying to revamp. Like I want to work on being more organized in a sense of like getting my scheduling appointments down better, getting up different program, looking at different types of websites, wanting to incorporate that type of um, energy into my business as new things offering new things. I want to also try different types of readings to offer because I offer a lot. I don't just offer just a general energy reading. Like I offer different types of readings for people because it will resonate for whoever. So, and I also like to incorporate cheaper readings too. Like I don't always want someone to feel like they have to pay something very pricey in order to receive information. Mm -hmm. So. And do you have a website or Facebook page that people can find you or contact you? Yeah, I have a Facebook and an Instagram. I haven't had a website, but that's something I want to start creating and like investing into more. So with my Facebook, um, it's Ayana Rose, just like my name. And then my Instagram's Ayana's Light Tarot, and it's all together. <laughs> and anybody who might be local in the Sarasota, Punta Gorda, or Port Charlotte area in here in Florida, um, what days do you work at Serenity Gardens? I work Tuesdays and Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., but like if there's days that don't work for people, I can always come in for someone like that's not an issue either. Mm-hmm. But I know um, Serenity Gardens does appointment only on Sunday and I want to say they're closed on Wednesdays, but I think they do sometimes do appointment only too. So this has been um, so enlightening to share from your perspective. Um is there a message that you would like to leave the listening audience with? I know we just have a few more minutes left, but is there something that you could tap into that you feel or sensing that you need to share with those out there that, that could use your guidance? Is, can you tap into some divine guidance or are you able to do that? Did yeah. As soon as you asked me that, I like got it in my head instantly. And it was like about love. Like I love you to yourself, like just giving more love to yourself especially because we've been talking about self-esteem and maybe some people watching just needed to hear that like there is love available to you in the Mm -hmm. sense of you can give it to yourself and people love you Uh reminding yourself more that like you are loved and I love you and giving that to yourself. Oh, thank you. That's lovely. I know I saw that, um, um, where this little girl's 
a little tiny girl was, uh, this lady was going through a divorce. And so she was telling her little girl she loved her. And because she was sad that she was going through this divorce. And the little girl, which was really sweet, probably around two or however old she was, said, Mommy, say, tell tell you you love you she said love yourself she said it was so cute and i and now that you're sharing this that triggered that that this little wise little being was telling her mom who was you know i'm sure she felt her mother was feeling sad or could feel it she needed to love herself uh because the child probably had no idea what really is happening but she probably could feel it she probably was an empath such as yourself telling you know bringing that wisdom And so it was so sweet. So these these new kids are so precious that are coming in. And, and you, like I said, that um, it was such a gift to be able to meet you. I mean, truly, it was. I really feel that way. I'm really blessed beyond measure to to have met you, and continue to to know you and work with you. And um, hopefully, we can work together in that co collaboration of my third book. And you can yeah. help me with my. Uh, <laughs> My limited computer skills. Uh, <laughs> I was calling forth a kid that I needed some young person to come help me. And there you showed up. So I manifested that. So I was like, I just said that a few weeks ago. So I was like, and I don't, I'm new here. So I don't know anybody, but I'm like, oh, yay. I manifested the most beautiful, lovely person. Thank you. And you're so calm. So you can uh, hopefully can tolerate this grandma that doesn't know anything about computers. So well, yeah, you're just perfect. So I'm Thank so happy. You. So happy to know you, honey. So, um, yeah, it's been a delight. I'm going to go ahead and finish up the show here with some other information here. But I just want to say thank you so much for taking your time. And I'm I'm glad that it worked out for um, you didn't have to miss any school today to be on my show. (laughs) Thank you. All right, sweetie. So uh, this is Ivana Rose. And again, give us your Facebook. uh, Is Ivana Rose is your Facebook contact. Ivana Rose, yeah. Yeah, Ivana Rose, yes. All right, sweetie. All right. We will talk soon. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. You did great. So happy for you. So happy to know you. You're such a delight. (laughs) She has a lovely, lovely soul. Just as a reminder, again, we want to give our thanks to Dr. Lauren Love and the staff at the Boston Area Hospital all the ICU nurses, technicians, and staff that have brought forth this donation for uh, our whole team here at Golden Arts Productions. Uh, again, and we want to say for those who have enjoyed this show, if you'd like to support Goldilocks Productions for the the sponsor, sponsor of this show, uh, we would um, certainly acknowledge you and we'd be happy for that. I want to let everybody know that every Monday morning, I bring forth the teachings of Mary Magdalene. I've uh, been doing that work for approximately 15, 17 years of lost track of time, but I bring forth the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene. And every month I also teach what is called the uh, Christ Mastery Teachings. Uh, This particular month, I'm going to be working with the Essenes again. Uh, It'll be March 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you feel like you're an old Essene, that you uh, are a member of that Jewish sect that uh, followed the work of of, of Christ, uh, take a look at my website, leechapen.com. That monthly class of the Essene messaging or the channeling that I'll be doing is uh, Tuesday, March 16th, again at 7 p.m. Uh, I am working also with a book, as I had said, 
with bringing forth the messages of the Essenes and how they lived. Uh, this would be my third book. But for those of you who may or may not know, uh, my second book it was Divine Union, The Love Story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene. That is available on my website at leechapin.com. I have it in print. I have an ebook, and I have it now uh, on audiobook, uh, which is available on my website. And just recently, the audiobook finally got put up on uh, Audibles and iTunes through Amazon. So I am quite delighted about that. And then my first book, The Twelve Master Teachings of Christ, that was channeled teachings of Christ's teachings. These are the essence of his teachings. Uh, this book also is in, on my website as well as an Amazon and also an ebook and as uh, too soon to be up on audibles, but you can get the audiobook again on my website. Uh, I do teach a variety of classes. I teach intuitive development classes. I teach Akashic Records classes. I am finishing up a class um, of the Akashic Records class there at Serenity Gardens in Northport. And then once a month, I also teach at the Cosmic Center of Spiritual Light in Sarasota, Florida on the Saturday Sabbath at 5 p.m. I bring a message from the channel of messages through the Cosmic Center of Spiritual Light. Uh, so I've got a lot going on, as Ayana said, lots of projects with this new book and um, uh, also um, the excitement of uh, bringing forth celebrity messages Um about a year and a half ago, almost a year and a half ago, I channeled 30 celebrity messages and uh, am now putting them up on to my website. Um, these are the essence of the celebrities who want to bring a message forward about their life. And I did 30 of those. Most of them were from the golden age of Hollywood. But I recently brought forth a message from uh, Kobe Bryant, who passed away a year ago. But to my surprise, I woke up one morning and he wanted to bring his message. So you can certainly find those celebrity messages on my YouTube channel. And also my Mary Magdalene teachings that I do every Monday morning are available on audio on my YouTube channel. If you just Google my name, Lee Chapin, you'll find uh, those audio recordings. Uh, and on my Facebook, excuse me, on my website, you can find the written transcript to that I, if you wish to subscribe uh, to my Facebook and uh, be a part of receiving those messages, the audio messages, as well as the written messages, you can certainly subscribe to, to my work, leechapin.com. So you're right. I have a lot going on. I do individual and private readings uh, for those uh, who need guidance. Uh, as Ayana is becoming a psychologist, I am a master's level therapist. I've been doing that for over 40 years. And I combine my work with spirit, my channeled work, to, with, in combination with my psychotherapy skill education and training to provide channeled readings for people to bring the higher spiritual perspective of their life challenges to them so they have the bigger picture of what's happening within their life. So uh, a lot going on in my world. I'm excited to be here every Monday at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. I want to give thanks again for Ivana Rose for being my special guest. Thank you for Tiffany White. And I want to thank again uh, all those who are providing and do donating uh, their, um, their, their energy here to keep Goldilocks Productions alive. And so I want to have everyone have a blessed day. Go in peace. Namaste. And until we see each other next week, just remember, be the love that you are, be the light that you are, and bring the energy of hope and restoration to the world as you are awakening to this level of consciousness, that you are bringing the tremendous, tremendous energy of the awakened light of your pure divine spark into the world. So honor yourself. And as Ivana said, love yourself and be at peace. And so until we speak again, have a great week. All right.
Bye-bye. This month's broadcasting is sponsored by ICU Dr. Lauren Love, ICU nurses, technicians, and staff in the Boston area hospitals. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.